It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Reds fans? My name is Jeff Carr, and you are Locked On Reds. And here we go. What's up, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to today's show. Today, I'm going to do a something a little bit of different from the way that we typically do things in season. Usually, I recap the game, maybe rant a little bit if it was a bad one, maybe lose my mind if it was a good one. Today, I want to focus mostly on the rumors. It is trade deadline season. Hashtag deadline S-Z-E-N. S, no, S-Z-N. Man, I can't even get my own abbreviations right. But whatever, deadline season it is. And we're going to talk rumors. If you listen to this show in the early days, whenever I started back in January, it's going to sound a little bit like that. I don't know why I'm talking like an Italian person right now. I just got back from the gym. Anyway, it's going to sound a lot like that because this last offseason was right with rumors. So is this deadline season. But before I jump into all of that good stuff, subscribe to the podcast on all of the podcasting platforms. I even got an update from Podbean the other day. I've completely forgotten about the existence of Podbean, but there's, there's so many of them. Hit the subscribe button. You won't regret it. Hit us up on LockedOnReds.com and then head on over to Twitter at LockedOnReds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs for my snappy, witty takes and lots and lots of GIF usage. And then also give us a call. LockedOnReds line 513-549-0159. A lot of questions abounding that just continue to roll. How are you feeling about Joey Votto? Who do you want to see the Reds go after? Who do you think the Reds' best trade chip is right now that they would be willing to deal and all of that good stuff. So I want to hear from you, 513-549-0159. Give me your answers. Give me your thoughts. Heck, if you just want to rant about what the season has turned into based on what your expectations were on opening day, I'd love to hear that too. We'll play them periodically throughout the week. But now, let's jump into the rumors. As I'm speaking right now, they're getting ready for the first pitch here on Tuesday night. We're going to recap that on the Wednesday, or on the Thursday edition of the podcast. Going to wrap up the Brewers series. Hopefully, it'll be a good one. But we're going to focus on the rumors tonight. And the first one I want to start with, it was a huge one this morning. And there hasn't been any more movement since the Tuesday morning rumblings and grumblings about this particular rumor. But the rumor was the Reds may be getting ready to trade Amir Garrett. Now, if that made you cringe, I want to talk to you specifically because here's the deal. The Reds need to make an impact move. If not before the trade deadline, definitely during the offseason. They need to add an impact player 
to the team. And if they end up losing Yasiel Puig and they don't sign him or whatever the case may be, then they probably need two impact players. But as it stands right now, they really need an impact guy. And the way you get an impact guy is you trade somebody that it might kind of twinge at you a little bit. Might kind of nip at your heels like, Ooh, I, don't, I don't know about that. I don't know. Because I'll, uh, let's face it, I love Amir Garrett. I love watching him pitch. I think he's an amazing dude. Great personality. Love having him on the Reds team. That being said, if he can bring in a marquee talent, if he can be a part of a deal that brings in a guy that gets the Reds to the point where they are contenders, I'm all for it. The name of the game is playoffs. And as of right now, Amir Garrett has not made this team a playoff team. Just hasn't. Say what you will. It's not a one-man game, all this different stuff. But if they can take his talent and take what he has done this season and turn it into a guy, uh, you know, a really standout hitter, and we'll use, just for example, I'm going to get to him in a minute, but just for an example, we can use Charlie Blackman in this instance from the Rockies. If Amir Garrett is part of a deal that gets a guy like Charlie Blackman to come to Cincinnati, sign me up. And I'm going to break down Charlie Blackman here in a second. But when it comes to the trepidation that you may have when you hear rumors about Amir Garrett or rumors about a player that might kind of grind your gears a little bit. If it makes the Reds better down the line, I'm all for it. In fact, it was brought up to me, brought up on Twitter to everyone that was looking on Twitter, that um, and Steve Mancuso of RedsContentPlus.com, he brought this up in 2016. Who led the Reds in saves? I'll give you a second to look it up. Yeah, okay, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to sit here any longer. It's Tony Singrani. He's not with the team anymore. You know why? Relief pitching is a fickle friend. If he's really good, you need to cash in on that. There's no guarantee that Amir Garrett is going to come back in 2020 and have a less than two ERA once again. It's just not going to happen. Relief pitching is the most volatile thing about baseball. In order to have good relief pitching, you have to be open-minded. You cannot be locked in to a certain guy. And actually, Marty made this point on the radio broadcast last night whenever Rysel Iglesias, and by last night, I mean Monday night, whenever Rysel Iglesias was blowing up, he's just like the, you know, say what you will about the forward thinking of this organization, the tendencies for management to still get hung up on some particular bullpen pitchers and just run them out there no matter what their last performance looked like and just say you know what it's okay he's gonna do better this time or you know what he's gonna do better this time or you know what those last three times in a row whatever he's gonna be better this time and then sure enough it's the fourth time in a row or the fifth time in a row like at some point you need to realize you gotta you gotta move things around because the bullpen is a fluid situation. Even in season, we've seen that first couple of months of the season, the Reds bullpen was dominant, one of the best bullpens in Major League Baseball. Look at them now. Look at them now. It's just crazy. You cannot get hung up on one guy. And if Amir Garrett brings back a marquee guy, I'm totally okay with trading him. We're going to take a quick break here on the Lockdown Reds podcast. Got a few more rumors we're going to talk about on this rumor-laden episode. 
But first, have you tried Postmates yet? We've got a great deal right now for the Lockdown Reds listeners. If you download the Postmates app and put in promo code LOCKDOWN, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, you get $100 in free deliveries for your first seven days. Postmates doesn't just deliver food. It also delivers groceries. If you need something from the convenience store, just about anything you can think of. If you're stuck in a bind where you really need something brought to you because you can't go out and get it, Postmate it. Postmates is the best way to get yourself that Chipotle burrito, just like I did the other day. I really wanted a burrito, but the game was about to start, and I didn't want to mess with that, so I Postmated it. Download the Postmates app today and enter promo code Locked On for $100 in free deliveries for your first seven days. And now I say that, they say $100 in free deliveries. Let's face it, if you think that you can rack up more than $100 in f- delivery fees for your first seven days, then <laughs> I, that's that's impressive. Basically, Postmates is saying for your first seven days, you're going to get free delivery. So check it out, Postmates app. Promo code LOCKDOWN. This is the Lockdown Reds podcast here on a Wednesday. As I'm recording, the game is going on right now, and Eugenio Suarez just hit his, like, one millionth and one home run against the Brewers this year. Another first season home run for, uh, first inning home run for Gino here on the season. I'm telling you what, dude is hotter than the sun. That's right. He's so hot right now, the sun put on shades. All right, that's enough courtiness. Back to the rumors. The, obviously, very nice to see the Reds doing good here on a Tuesday. Hoping they can pull out that win. But on today's rumor-laden episode, another one I wanted to get to was Charlie Blackman. The Reds were sort of linked to him by one John Morosi. I'm not the biggest John Morosi dude. I mean, sometimes I feel like he comes out with reports just to get clicks, and that's probably super harsh, and he'd probably be not too happy if you heard that. I'm sure he's a daily listener of this podcast. But when it comes to this report, it said that the Rockies are listening to people who want Charlie Blackman, and he listed the Reds as one of the people that are calling on him. There's two things I take away from this. Number one is Charlie Blackman is a really talented dude. He's an all-star the last three years. And two years ago, he led the league in hits. He's a really solid dude and a kind of guy that you would look to build a team around, but probably a few years ago. He's 33, which actually surprised me whenever I looked that up. I thought he was like 28 or 29, something like that. But he's 33 years old. And he's under team control for two more years. He has a player option for 2022 and 2023. So depending on his situation, he could be under control for 2023. But he has a say in that. So I would really only say that he's under control for two years. And by the time that control ends, he'll be 35. So you're probably slotting him into the corner outfield. That does not move Nick Sinzel back to second base. And you're looking at a guy that it was pointed out that his home road splits are quite different. There, There's a big gap there. And that's just uh, being a Rocky, really. Most Rockies 
are phenomenal in Colorado. They're used to that thin air, that wonderful mountain air there at Coors Field, and they take advantage of it. And he is no different. But I will say that I looked up on the wonderfulbaseballreference.com, and in 12 career games at Great American Ballpark, he has an OPS on base plus slugging of 939, just a shade under 1,000. So he likes hitting in Great American Ballpark for what that's worth. Now, the thing is, is what's it going to take to get him? Because if it takes a big hole, I'm not interested. And I mentioned that if Amir Garrett brings you back a game-changing kind of player, then I'm all in on it. I don't know that I'd be in on an Amir Garrett in a deal to get Charlie Blackman just because of his age. If if Charlie Blackman was 28, 29 years old, I'm all in. Go right in for that guy because that fits the profile just right where we want it to be. But where he's at being 33, I, I don't know. I think his best years are probably behind him at that point. And I could be wrong about that, but the Reds really need to focus on a dude who's right around 30 years old with two to three, maybe even four years of team control, you know, and even younger than that, like Clint Frazier or something like that. Now I know the Yankees have put an exorbitant price tag on him, but I feel like Amir Garrett would get them to listen at least to some ideas that Dick Williams and Nick Crawl have. Now, I am encouraged that it's funny because they're, if you look at all the different rumors surrounding the Reds and stuff, and there's not a ton, but most of them center around what Dick Williams has said in interviews and what Nick Crawl said on John Heyman's podcast. Um, and the name is escaping me right now, but Nick Crawl basically kind of amended what Dick Williams was saying. Now, it's not to say that they're at odds, but Nick Crawl was saying, we're not worried so much about the final two months of the season as we are moving forward. We're buying for the future. We're not necessarily buying for 2019. And that's great. That means they've got the right mindset. And honestly, there's things, and a lot of people have criticized, and and it's well-deserved criticism. The Reds slow-moving machine of a farm system where it takes them forever to promote guys. They've kind of answered that. They hired a bunch of new guys in leadership this season, got different eyes looking at the farm system, and we've already seen promotion. Jonathan India just got bumped up to AA. Mitch Ney, who's been killing it, at double A. I don't know if you follow the work of Doug Gray over at RedsMinorLeagues.com. You definitely should. But Mitch Ney has been killing it in Chattanooga, and he just got bumped up to triple A. And then also the first round pick from this year, Nick Ladello, was brought up from Billings to Dayton, and he's actually making his first start for the Dragons this Thursday. And it's going to be exciting to watch. I'm definitely going to be in attendance to see just what kind of talent he's got. And we're going to talk to Doug a little bit about him in a few days. Doug's going to be on the podcast with me this week. But it shows me that the Reds all around organizational thinking is changing. They're moving guys up. And hopefully we'll see Taylor Trammell next year. I feel like next year is the time that he should get a cup of coffee. Get his work in the major leagues. Heck, maybe even September when rosters expand this season. Because at this point now, the Reds' on-field philosophy from now on 
until the end of 2019 should change. Now, of course, as soon as I say this, they're going to go on a crazy win streak and be right back in the playoff hunt. But from this point on, they need to focus on who can help them in-house for the future. I want to see what Aristides Aquino can do. Aristides Aquino's ridiculous cup of coffee wasn't even a cup of espresso. He got to sniff the coffee, and then he was sent right back down. They need to bring him up, see what he's got. I'd like to see what O'Grady has got. Brian O'Grady, he's he's played really well in AAA. Um, see some more pitching out of Cody Reed, Sal Romano. Stuff like that. You want to see what these guys have for your future. Maybe even Jose Siri. I don't know. That's just my thoughts on that. That's going to wrap it up for the Wednesday edition of the Lockdown Reds podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to today's show. If you haven't already done so, hit the subscribe button on the podcasting platform with which you're using right now. I'm not going to say it because obviously if you're listening, you know what podcasting app this thing is on. Also, check us out on Twitter at Lockdown Reds and at Jeff Carr with three F's and give us a call on the Lockdown Reds line, 513-549-0159. A myriad of questions to answer. If you just want to talk trade deadline stuff, give me a call right there. We'll play the best ones on the podcast. That's it for the Lockdown Reds podcast today. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Jeff Carr, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.